Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's that time of the Friday. Matt Verzel joining us here. And, uh, Matt, I, I apologize. We got to you a little bit late here. We were talking some college baseball. But uh, I know with uh, spring training going on, too, has your interest peaked with the Chicago Cubs? Have you been paying attention to the spring training broadcast for your beloved Cubs? Yeah, there's been a few on. It's been good to, good to watch a little bit. I know what I'm in store for here in about three weeks. We're ahead of Chicago, so. Just plan on drinking a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way, right? That's that's how it go. Hey, I, I know well, you're... Drinking is always better than sorrow drinking. At what point do you think you'll be uh, doing the sorrow drinking with the Cubs, though? Because I know Sh- Sharpie is pretty high on the Cubs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> huh. um, I believe it's this. Okay. That's that's fair. I'm Sharpie being excited about them. Yeah. Well, you guys, you guys should talk about that. Have fun together with it, and we'll, we'll see. We'll see who's right. It doesn't work. <laughs> um, I know you probably delve into the Nebraska uh, video of the practice uh, with the the one on one battles. I, I don't know if, what what you call that when you're pl- playing the little tug of war. It kind of looked like a plate, but there's probably a better word for that. Uh, but competition, in all seriousness, competition has been something that this coaching staff has preached. And we've talked to you a lot about the importance of winter workouts. You've been very adamant about how that really does kind of give you an idea of what you're working with here. But when you think of a little bit of the competition, was that something that, that you felt maybe was lacking in some of the off-season regiments for previous Nebraska football teams that maybe, whether it's been manufactured or not, that we're seeing this coaching staff kind of be true to their word when it comes to competition leading into spring? Yeah, I think that's fair to say. I mean, there's the... Now, people will view competition in different ways. There's some coaches like, oh, no, we go out and it's competitive and, you know, that kind of thing. But then there's others that make everything a competition. Right. And so that's probably more the camp that I like to reside in just because it, it you got it. Like, like we said on here before, you got to find people that hate to lose more than they like to win. When you find someone that, that a loss will, keep you up at night, it will bother you to no avail, that's now, now you're getting something done. You know, and that, and you can only really find those people by putting them in those situations. Like, hey, you're going to play tug of war, and you're going to do this. I think the way they've got structured, they've got everybody broken out into teams, so then you can also help with something that Nebraska has been lacking, which is just leadership, like mm-hmm. internal leadership. You know, anytime you coach, I'll tell anybody I've ever coached, I cannot go out there and play. They will not let me play. So if you were looking for me to get you fired up to play, it isn't going to help. You have to provide that for yourself. You have to do it on your own. Whoops. 
you have to do that on your own. So it's it's a cool setup they have. I, I haven't seen many of the videos. I only saw the one where the coaches were going to get in the tug of war against the guys. I think that it had some disciplinary issues potentially, and those guys were all excited, and then they went to pull the rub, and they all let go. It fell down. That was funny. <laughs> Hey, Matt, as we head toward uh, uh, spring ball, I know you as a guy who doesn't really get into a lot of the off-season bluster, and I, and I think a lot of, I would say the majority of Nebraska fans are that way, that you know you want to see the product on the field rather than the off-season talk. But is there anything you're tracking as we head toward spring football? What are the things you want to see? I mean, I probably, it, it, it's going to be hard to, to judge, like, if you see practice. You know, like, I'm sure they'll have a day where alumni can go practice. Mm-hmm. I'll continue my streak of not attending, not by choice, but by job choice. Mm-hmm. I'd love to go down and watch and just, and just see what it is because what you're looking for now is aggressive. Like, you, you want aggressive people playing the game. Like, I, I tell lots of people, football's a mean game played by mean people for four quarters. Then, then you can be you can be nice. So just looking for aggression and just looking for guys that are almost, you know, borderline out the right fight. And that, that would be the biggest thing, but I'll, I'll wait till the, till the spring game and I'll get to watch it on TV. Like some folks, it'll be, I'm excited. How, and I want to quickly go back to the, the competition element here too. When you've gone through it and and again, when you've kind of worked with, with high school athletes too, when it comes to making everything about competition, keeping, whether we're talking about high school students or young men engaged with what they're trying to do every day, is that the best way to do it? Is, is having everything kind of a competition, is that always going to kind of get you to the finish line with maybe the, the maximum result as opposed to maybe not, you know, kind of losing a little bit of that motivation if it, if it seems so mundane and sort of, you know, routine? Yeah, competitive people are are competitive all the time. They don't. They, they they're not. Oh, I'm just competitive in football. Mm-hmm. Like if you find somebody that truly is a competitor, they're going to want to be in everything. You know, so that was back to we talked about having the team results up on the board, or, you know, or even your individual results up on the board. You'll weed out your your non-competitors because your competitors will be like, "Hey, man." I'm up here busting my ass, and you're not doing anything. Yeah. So, so it's it's just something you cannot give a 22 to 18 year old male free time. Mm-hmm. You can't, and nothing good is going to happen. Yep. <laughs> Trust me. I, I've 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 lived it. I've now tried to help people avoid it. But keeping them busy is far more beneficial than giving them free time. So if everything is structured and it's down to the minute of the day, great, In- including break time. Hey, you can go have a break here now for three or four hours and then come back. Mm-hmm. But the more structure, the better, it's especially as, as undisciplined as Nebraska has played in the past. Uh, and lastly, and I know we got to get you out of here too, if you are – if you're a Nebraska fan right now, and I'm not saying you in particular, but just your, your common Nebraska fan right now, how much stock should you emotionally put into what is going on with the, you know the Dylan Riola situation and what that could ultimately lead to? Is that a proceed with caution in your opinion, or is it is it okay to just go all in? Because 
after last weekend and, you know, depending on who you listen to, it, it almost seems like we've kind of crossed that threshold of, okay, I'm all in and this has to happen. Has to is always a tough term. Um, would be awesome if happened. Would, would probably be a little bit more where I would lean toward it. Mm-hmm. Um, you've you've taken yourself from little to no chance to now having a chance at a, at a unique player, um, at a kid with a really high IQ for the game of football, a really really large skill set. So you've done this on your own. Okay, so now your next step is, is you're going to have to go out and put a product out that they want to be a part of. Now, if that's them coming to the spring game, if that's them reserving judgment for the first couple games, whatever it may be, you're still foot in the door. Mm-hmm. And you're not foot in the door against, you know, no offense, but like Western Michigan. Like, you're foot in the door against the dogs. Yeah. And, and you got shot. You're, you're foot in the door against the dog. But you're in the mix, okay? So now you have to stay steadfast in preparation and what you're doing to maintain the relationship, make sure you know, there's an expectation of him to come in and, and win the job, but then also that you know there's a lot of things that have to go around that and that you're living up to your end of the bargain of my team is getting better. It's better than it was last year. We feel that if you come in, it's going to really change the dynamic of what we have and make us very relevant in our conference. Real quick, and then and then if we can continue to build on that, you know, so you kind of have to forecast a little bit, but continue on the path you're on. But but eventually, the rubber will meet the road, and you're going to have to play a game, and that game's going to have to look good because yeah. nobody nowhere wants to come and get their ass whooped. Yeah. Nobody, especially when they're where you know a very highly touted recruit. They they don't want to come and lose; they want to come and win. So that's kind of how I would do. Just keep doing what you're doing, but make sure all that that actual game stuff is going to happen. Yeah. Ver is always appreciated, man. Have a great weekend. Hi, boys. It's Matt Verzel, former Husker, owner of Paisan's Pizza, which always sounds good right around this time, too. I mean, it sounded good at 6 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, by the way, uh, speaking of food. I mean, we're going to have scotch and cookies at 7. We can have pizza at 6. Scotch and cookies. And as Schaefer brought up the, the beer tastings with uh, Girl Scout cookies, uh, Connor, who will be in here in about well less than twenty minutes with oh, our crossover, he's in the building as we speak. It's going to be a topic on the crossover, and he is uh, put out the. And I'm Team Happer here. He's thrown down a gauntlet. So you agree with Happer that Thin Mints are quote ass? Yes, little disc of poop. No. Nope. Nope. Sorry. Nope. Nope. That's good. We're I know we all have agree. opinions, but this is—I mean, this is factually incorrect. Thin Mints. <laughs> Are not ass. They're decidedly not. They, they are very a, good. We have a two-two tie here. It comes mm-hmm. down to game five, and Josh Hotson yeah, will what, get what, the uh, get I, the start. I could. I'm not sure we're coming we're, in like John Smoltz. Where, where's Odson on this one? I'm. I'm. I'm he's, he's sometimes he's, to predict, he's a tough one to figure out to predict, when it comes to things like this. Josh Hotson is he's a he's a more of a measured response yes. guy. So I, I'm he guessing will, he will see he will see an entertain both yeah. entertain both sides of the argument, but he's not going to go all the way to ass. Yeah, I don't. I it's something about chocolate and mints. I just don't see how. Unless, well, mint chocolate chip is my favorite ice cream. Are you? Are you? Uh, so. Are you? Because I know you're not anti chocolate. Are you anti mint? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, but the mint chocolate ice cream, I, I could come around to. That's just because I like ice cream. Which again. <laughs> <laughs>
Have you ever had the, well, I know you haven't, but the uh, Thin Mint Oreo Blizzard? Or not, I'm sorry, not Oreo. Thin Mint Blizzard? I haven't, no. Yeah, that's good. It's uh, it's pretty good. What's that crap at McDonald's they have every year? Oh, the Shamrock Shake? Yeah, no. No. I'm no on out. that one. Um, I'm just out on McDonald's in general. Yeah, I just, honest. I don't find myself at McDonald's a lot. No. Yeah. Out. Maybe on, actually, my very first birthday party was at a McDonald's. Um, Do you remember your very first birthday yes, party? Yes, I, I wow. remember it well. You know, 84. <laughs> Man, I, I was, was like, I was man, five could the Lakers and Celtics actually do it this year and meet together in the finals? And they did. You were thinking that on your very first birthday that you remember. No, it was probably crapping. <laughs> Just being honest. Here. I I could not tell you how my first, second, I know this third, I've or seen the fourth pictures. birthday were celebrated. I do. I actually, the fourth birthday is the first one I vaguely remember. Okay. It was at a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, I think we had a couple of, well, it was called Showbiz Pizza for us. Until oh. it uh, became a Chuck E. Cheese. But I do remember having one birthday there and then a lot of Skateland birthdays. They had a lot of birthdays at Skateland. That was the always the, the, the joint. Fantastic. It was great. There's no sarcasm. I'm, I'm serious. The hot dogs and slushies were really good. Birthday cake and a lot of Nerf footballs. What the hell was it? I, I don't know if you guys had this too, but I got when we'd have uh, birthday parties like when I was you know six, seven, eight, nine, mm-hmm. a lot of Nerf footballs. Oh, yeah. Big. You you were a '90s kid, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I was born in '79, but I was having like, yeah. So I've been more in the '80s, okay. But I was getting a lot of Nerf footballs, late '80s, early '90s. Yeah, yeah. Same. We're in the same general vicinity. Yeah, the Nerf balls were a big deal. Is that like now that I look back and got a two-year-old? I feel like that's like the easiest and laziest present to give somebody because it's the question i want to know here's a nerf football it's like well I, I feel like he he enjoys sports who wouldn't want a nerf football as two fine nebraska boys as you were were you and your friends running the option uh actually yes all right i'm yes. not I, I i love me some option football i was genuinely curious i it, would watch a nebraska game and then i would try to go out in the backyard after and try to mimic steve taylor okay running the option yeah yeah so here's a little insight about me jimmy that you may not know. Um, for a lot of my life, I grew up in a place where my nearest neighbor was about a mile and a half away. And then when we did move into town... The Burbs? The population of that town was 92. My wife's from a town well, was 34 at the time. Yeah. It's 20 now. So I was playing a lot of football by myself. I had a little brother, but he didn't really care about sports I did that a much. Lot, I did a lot of that too. You can still. Work I have three on the older brothers, but one—the one that was most into sports—was he was just never. He, he had a lot of friends. He wasn't always hanging out with yeah. me. And then my other two brothers—they just weren't. Yeah, they weren't really into sports that much. The best time to play football was at actually the high school football game on Friday night. All the kids yeah. who were not in high school yet would be over on this little grassy side hill. Yeah, we'd have our tackle football game going on over there while the high school football game nice. was going on. Love it. Uh, the West Canaan Coyotes started their uh, glory <laughs> playing as kids. Yep. Oh, Billy Bob and Mox. And, of course, Lance Harbor. I think it's a terrible play. Charlie Tweeter. Remember, remember Tweeter, though, in the, uh, when they were little? Tweeter was clutch. Tweeter was the biggest amongst all of them when they were little. And yeah. then yet he's like, Khan's uh, like, what, 5'2"? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a... He's a shorter statured fella. Uh, Let's take a quick call before we get our final break in. Let's go to Casey in somewhere in Omaha. What's up, Casey? Hey, guys. How are we doing? Doing lovely. How Uh, are you? 
I'm doing all right. I'm just calling to apologize to uh, Husker Nation. Uh-oh. I, uh, What'd you do? I, uh, Did you say also the they wouldn't Michigan go 12-0? Game, but I apologize. It's Michigan State game. I was the putter guy at halftime. Of this one? for the Porsche. Yeah. The, oh, the okay, yeah. Yes, yeah. oh. yeah, so I was putting for the Porsche, and the panda, red panda lady, made every bowl on her head. Yeah, and we had a half-court shot sank, did we half not? Half-court side, nailed it, and then I went out there with 16 minutes to go, putted it down there, thought I was going to run down and tackle Larry the Cable Guy and celebrate, and I just missed it. And then the Huskers lost the lead and lost. So I apologize to all Husker Nation, but... You know, nothing goes better with Cornhusker basketball than a random guy putting. <laughs> Casey, what the hell? Okay, so yeah, we had so much. First of all, Casey and Greasel yeah. were going off in the first half. You got oh. a 15-point lead. Red Panda was perfect in her performance oh, and a half-court shot. How do you miss that? It was set up for you. I, 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 I don't know. I tried my hardest. I guess I'm more of a drive-for-show and not a okay. show guy. It was... Uh, I tried, man. It was it was a lot of fun. It was really cool to be out there, but I hit that thing. It just bounced one ball to the left, and bang, out it went. So you does uh, FNBO court, does it have more of a, a, a break to the left or to the right? Or what? I mean, what did you kind of have measured in your approach there in hitting that well, putt? I had no idea what was going on. That girl put the ball down, and I was excited, and then I just hit it as hard as I could. Okay. And uh, watched it go, and I was like, my goal was to uh, hit the whiteboard just to have people go, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it got halfway there, and I'm like, oh, my God, did I hit it hard enough? Is it going to get there? And then it got to 10 feet, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to make this in front of all these people. I'm going to freak out. And then it just hit one bounce to the left and moved about half a golf ball and just hit the edge of the thing and uh, broke my heart. But, uh so, and then, of course, no one was happy after that, and the Michigan yeah. State got on fire, and I messed it up for all, of, basically for all of Husker basketball this year. So, I apologize, Husker Nation. <laughs> I tried. So, yeah. your mishit led to a, a breakdown oh, defensively. Nick, come on. And yeah. Izzo was like, you see? Yeah, see, yeah. right there, we, we broke the, we broke the jinx. They're every, not a machine. Every, <laughs> I know. He's a man. Did, uh, <laughs> real quickly, too, the, you just described a lot of range of emotions there, too, where you oh had a God. goal of trying to hit the board, then you didn't think you hit it far enough, which would have been very embarrassing if the ball doesn't even make it there. Yeah. And then that you think the it's actually part. going in, so then you think you've won a Porsche. There's a lot going on there in a, in a matter of, like, 15 seconds. Yeah. To me, the last 10 feet took about a minute to go, which probably was about a point one of a second, and I've watched the replay a lot. There was <laughs> it bounced. It was so smooth. I've never hit a putt that straight in my life. But I, you know, oh. in, in the end, I should have had my mom putt it. She's a stud. She would have made it, and so that's what she told me when I told her about it. And uh, you know, I got to live with this the rest of my life. So, so. I would have had Uncle Vern in my head as I'm there about to putt. Casey, <laughs> call me. How early did you know that, that you were going to be doing this? So they called me on Friday for a oh. putt on Tuesday. Okay. So, wow. Did so you, you practice putting on a basketball floor? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> wow. I didn't know and, you got uh, that kind of notice. I know. I know. Oh. And uh, they, uh, yeah, so I, I tried it, and not one of them was nearly as close as the one I actually hit on that night. So, 
I got that going for okay, me. Okay, so there was All so right, the you stepped up in the yeah clutch. the practice actually did pay off. Unfortunately, you didn't get the prize. Uh, Michael Severe, by the way, says a shout out to City of Papillion and uh, their putt putt skills. Go Casey. So. Yeah, he just texted me said get back to work. So I'm already in trouble. Okay, <laughs> yep, you've outed yourself, Casey. Um, we won't pin the entire uh, second half on you, but we will definitely credit uh, the uptick in shooting percentage for Michigan State right. if the, if you can wear that one. All right. Hey, I appreciate the closure on it. Um, <laughs> it was a fun night, and uh, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, Casey. He, I love that he was. He's been going over the film. Yeah, breaking it down. Yeah, that's. that's hey, what do they say? Good. Especially in broadcasting, you got to listen to yourself back. You got to figure out what you did wrong. I like that he used the uh, the driving for show, but putting for dough. Yeah. A lot of us have driving muscles, but when we get on the, the green where the game is won, just trying to putt. We wasn't short. a rock concert. That's right. All right, we'll come back. We'll wrap things up, get you set for the weekend, too. There is a lot going on with our local squads, and we will tell you about that as we turn things over to Connor in a bit, too, and ask him why he thinks Thin Mints are ass. All of that as we wrap things up here on Morning Sharp and Hanley, 1620 The Zone. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.